This is Adventure Public Radio. Hello, mortals, and welcome to Adventure Public Radio, bringing you stories on the ground from the realm of Midgard. And I'm Terry the Bard. Our adventurers, obstinate as ever, find themselves standing before the man they've sought since they set out for the gloaming crag. With little ceremony and renewed purpose, they embark to find the giant that cursed him. Before they leave, however, Carl has unknowingly seized the tail of a dragon. Zach, are we ready to fucking play the game of Dungeons yeah. and Dragons? Yes, we are. We are certainly ready. If you guys can remember last time, you were looking up at the stars, looking at a beautiful scenery, and then all of a sudden, they become came a little bit closer, and then wrapped up Hollis, and began to rip, uh, pick him up off the ground. And um, I don't know if I described it, but it's like, these stars are all interconnected by like what seems to be like a web. Hmm. And I'm having, I'm having a hard time imagining this. It's like it's like a sheet of stars that is coming down. Is it in like the shape of a hand? Like uh, it's probably it a disgusting like a spider. <laughs> like a big net of stars. Oh gosh! All right, that's fucking weird. Um, are we rolling initiative? Is it? Are we just like <laughs> are we just watching well, uh, Hollis die? I'll tell you what. I because I Sif is gonna run and he's gonna jump. And grab Hollis's leg and try to try to pull him back down. <laughs> okay. Well, if we're gonna get into that, let's let's roll some initiative, please. All right, you got it. Nineteen. Slovig rolled a nineteen, so she's right there with you. I got an eight. I got a seven. So I'm looking up for a picture of this thing, and I don't think it's gonna be on the internet anywhere. It's called a frost veil. Okay. Frost veil. All right. Frost veil. Um, first up we have Carl. Carl, you see <laughs> as this um tangling web of would look like stars, but now that it's kind of closer, our snowflakes are all intertwined and wrapping around Hollis and beginning to lift him off the ground. Ah, that's not good. Um, okay, I guess we're in combat, so like some kind of arcana check wouldn't like be a good use of my time. I will say, are you trying to like identify? This yeah, creature? I'm trying to like understand what it is because like this yeah. is pretty foreign to me. So I was thinking about adapting since we're already playing with the rules already a pathfinder has a system of where you could kind of get some clues about what these creatures are and i think mm-hmm. it's also a great way to sh- showcase tome of beasts and the um creature codex and you know really kind of get an idea of what this is instead i won't give you t- crazy details like i might give mm-hmm. you some weaknesses if you get like a natural 20 or something we can kind of go with the fly what do you guys think yeah i, I think you mean go with the fly. I like Let's go with the flies nothing <laughs> all right everyone's spicy tonight you know everyone's it's, spicy. it's been a couple weeks you know <laughs> everyone's spicy. everyone needs to settle down you know i mean i'm feeling all these shots good thing i'm i'm, I'm teflon and i don't feel nothing uh, <laughs> go ahead jason and roll me an arcana check that'll be okay. let's call this a bonus action how about that okay that's cool uh that is a 10 plus 7 17 17 so that is going to be enough um maybe you've read about these because you're a dork and you know um (laughs) enjoy reading books about the uh creatures of the north this is called a frost veil um they are a plant creature um that basically drifts in the wind and catches warm beings um they can seek them out and then wrap them up and dissolve them with acid oh god oh wow jeez 
You know that it's immune to cold. I'll give you that one for free. How about that? Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to... Let's say he's about um, 20 feet away from you. Okay. I'm going to Firebolt. Given that okay. he's... Uh, just because I don't want to like blow any big loads right away. <clears throat> yeah, I never want to blow your and, big load right away. That's, that's and uh, given terrible. that he's immune to frost, I figure maybe he's weak to fire. So let's give that's that a shot. Smart thing to do. Yeah. Uh, that is tw- a 24... <laughs> Jesus. Okay. 24 is certainly a hit. Okay. And that's 2d10. That's nine. Ooh, nine points of damage. You watch as uh pieces of the web get disconnected. Um, and mm-hmm. this does extra damage. Boo-boo. Okay, you said nine, right? So yeah. Okay. Uh, it is Slovig's turn. Slovig is going to swing an axe at uh Hollis. At Hollis? <laughs> yeah. What? She's, cut it. She's gonna try to cut it off, you know what I mean? She's gonna what? attack the creature. Well, why don't you say things in a better way? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go ahead and attack. It's part uh, of my charm. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> she rolls a seventeen. Nice. Was that a hit? Yeah, that's a hit. Nice. Um nice. for six points of damage. Unfortunately, she didn't roll very well on the D twelve. Um but you can see as she tries to cut at the uh, thin lines, it is difficult, and she actually does hit Hollis a little bit. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Hollis is bleeding from like uh, his forearm as she kind of comes down and tries to strike at this uh, creature. It is uh, Sif. All right, so is he like floating in the air? Like, what's the story? Yeah, he's uh, 20 feet away, probably floating about maybe five feet off the ground. Um. So I think I want to go and I want to try to, gr- I want to jump up and like grab Hollis's feet and try okay. to slash at the, slash at the, the wisp, you know, try to kind of keep them down and, uh, cut them loose. I like this. I like this. Uh, you're going to, so you're going to grab his feet. Um, let's give you an acrobatics to jump up and try to grab him. Cause you're not, you're like what? Four and a half feet tall. Maybe, maybe three. Yeah. But man, I got ups. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I got ups for days. Bro, 15? 15 is good enough to grab onto his uh, legs. You kind (laughs) of, you have ups and you run up and jump and grab um, with, I guess, one arm. And then you're going to swing your rapier up top. Yes, sir. Okay. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. 13? 13's not going to do it. Um, Okay. You try to find purchase on this web-like structure and you do not. Bastion. Yeah, should Mason go with me, or should I roll his initiative separately? I, I'm sorry, I should have asked in the beginning. Oh, um, I totally forgot that Mason yeah. is here. <laughs> yes, Mason goes on your turn, because uh, god damn it. All right, I'm going to let Mason go just before me. Uh, okay. He's going to uh, run the 20 feet and do a trampling charge. Okay. Um, so he gets to attack. He has plus six to attack. He rolled a 22. 22 is going to hit. Okay, cool. Um, And... Uh, roll me a uh, a strength saving throw for the veil. Ooh, damn, dude, twenty four. Okay, yeah, he he succeeds the hell out of that. Um, so he would have been knock prone, which I don't know what that means for this thing, but since he succeeded, he's fine. But uh, my dude still does. Oh God, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh fourteen damage. Two oh, six geez. plus four, and I rolled two fives. This is bludgeoning, correct? This is bludgeoning damage, yeah. Okay, so it is half damage. Okay, sure. Still. Uh, still and still Hollis is going to take a little bit of it as well. Gotcha. 
Yeah, and then uh, Bastion runs up and uh, goes for the veil as well. Okay. Uh, real, real fast, before I attack the veil, Zach, uh, how, how is Hollis looking? He still looks like okay, right? Yeah, Hollis is tough. Um, he is looking good. He's a little bit bruised. He's bleeding okay. from his forearm, but um, he's more panicked. And you can see that those uh, the thin lace that uh, connects these snowflakes is beginning to sink into the skin as it uh, eats away with acid. Gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to check in. Uh, I'll, I'll check in again uh, on my next turn if he's still alive. All right, so I'm going to take two Warhammer uh, smacks to this thing, bludgeoning okay. damage. Uh, so probably half, but if I hit. Uh, so the first one is a 23, and the second one is a 13. Oof. All right, 23 definitely hits. Sure. I'm going to do 10, 10 damage. Okay. God, does shoving this thing make any fucking sense, Zach? not really okay um you can see that it can kind of float in midair without any problems um it seems like it wouldn't be able to fall on the ground or anything like that you might be able to move it away but it'll move hollis too it's not really fruitful all right fuck it um then i will just use one of my uh bonus attacks or bonus actions to bite it uh that was a 25 <laughs> okay you bite the fuck out of six <laughs> um and i do six damage damn okay okay all right, so you guys have done a pretty decent amount of damage, even though it does have um, some immunities to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Hollis's turn. He is going D- to. Did the frostbell uh, go? No, okay. not yet. Gotcha. I, I actually rolled a natural one for oh, the no. frostbell. So um, <laughs> Hollis is going to go. He's going to try to get away from it. I'm going to do a contested strength roll. Hollis rolls a three. Oh, no. <laughs> Frostvale rolls a 14. So oh, that's, uh, that's much higher. Um, he struggles in the grip, and you can see that the acid begins to take more effect upon him. When you need more than one dice, it's like, hey. Um, Hollis takes an extra uh, 14 points of Ooh, damage. boy. As the acid begins to do its work. Oh, man. Um, he's not looking good. I would say he's probably about uh, halfway from what you can tell. He's... Let's say he's bloodied like old Halfway terms. dissolved. <laughs> yeah, he's not He's not looking great. He's taking quite a bit of damage. That's some breaking bad shit. Um, Ephraim is going to stab at the Frostvale with its spe- his spear, which is going to be really bad. No, uh, oh, I rolled okay. I rolled a 16. And he rolled a four for damage uh, plus strength. Uh, this is going to be six, six points of damage to this thing. It is the Frostvale's turn. Oh, that wasn't the Frostvale's turn where Hollis got fucked up? No, that was... Um, Hollis's no. turn. Yeah. <laughs> if, he's, if he remains grappled by this thing, he gets uh, damage on the following turn. So now it is this thing's turn, and it is going to uh, slowly start to float. But before it does, you watch as all of these uh, snowflakes like shimmer and release like a blue powder uh, throughout the air that kind of sparkles. So who landed a melee strike on these people? We have Sif and Bastion. And is is we he have, casting a spell right now, Zach? No. Okay. Um, Sif, Bastion, and uh, Hollis. Hollis, yeah. Slovig missed. Yeah. Slovig missed, but oh, Slovig's there too, right? They're all within. So anyone who's within 10 feet, I believe that's everyone but Carl. I'm going to need all of you to make a DC. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Constitution <laughs> check. God check. Sure. <laughs> I almost did. Natural 20 uh, for Bastion. I will roll for uh, Slovig. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 18. She's fine. Ephraim's fine. Hollis is not. 
He is confused. Okay. 20. Nice. Ooh, you are so lucky. You guys feel this powder go up your nostrils and you can uh, begin to see hallucinations and the um, horizon kind of zooming in and out. Uh, but then you quickly kind of push it away. Um, Zach, you said this thing is floating away, though? Yes, it actually floats up another 10 feet off the ground. Uh, I'm still hanging on? Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> and if, it's, yeah. if, it, if it willingly leaves uh, melee range, don't we get opportunity attacks? Oh, yes, you would. Okay, cool. So that's that's all of us. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Well, it's not leaving mine. Yeah, that's true. I'm holding on. That's true. Oh, that's right. All right. So, Mason. Gonna have to catch your stupid ass. Uh, I got a 12 for uh, Mason. Okay. 12 doesn't Uh, hit. Oh, that's not a hit. Okay. No, that's gonna miss. Bastion. uh, Bastion doesn't do any better. Bastion also got a 12. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, that's all for me. Slovig Hollis. All right. So, or Slovig uh, and Ephraim, rather. Slovig. Rolls a natural one. Damn. She's not looking hot. Oh, Ephraim's feeling it, though. He's going for it. Ooh, rolls a six on the die. That's going to be eight points of damage towards this thing. But again, it's only taken half because it's uh, it's resistant to that. Uh, slashing, bludgeoning, and piercing at this point. Who was the okay. last person that just attacked it? Last person to attack it was Ephraim. Who the hell's Ephraim? Uh, he's the guy with the spear and shield we fought in Homgana. Oh... <laughs> I thought he had a different name for some reason. Well, there's Hollis, who is the guy with the great sword, who's currently wrapped up in the frost veil. You're making me question myself here. Uh, Dude, I don't know. I don't write these names down. I don't remember shit. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Yes, it is now 15 uh, feet off the ground, and it is Carl's turn. Nice. All right. I'm going to do something I haven't done for a while. I'm going to... I'm going to firebolt, but yeah, I'm going to lay a line. And I'm not within i'm just going to use weak ley line because that's what i'm I'm only able to use what i'm attuned to right now okay so rolling to hit that's a nat 20 yes (laughs) okay so now i I roll another d20 for the uh to see if the i can channel the ley line that is uh an 11 that passes okay so now i roll the effect which is a d10 oh <laughs> god this is complicated <laughs> that's a seven creatures damaged by your spell are also deafened for one minute the deafened creature that's makes good. a constitution saving throw at the end of the turn to end the deafness effect so eh. yeah <laughs> yeah not, not very, <laughs> like like most of the time uh you know it is what it is well, you robbed it of the satisfaction of hearing Hollis's screams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are trying to save a man's life. He's being dissolved by acid. This is fair. Uh, all right, 2d10, another nine damage. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wait, you're rolling 2d10? Yes. Didn't you just, didn't you roll a natural 20 to hit? Yeah, 40, oh, 40 shit, 10. Yeah. 40 10, bud. It's another 15. Oh, uh, my God. So, that's so <laughs> uh, 24. Jeez. Plus some bonus for the it being fire damage. You uh, fire this firebolt out and it is booming and you see it ripple across all of these lines and uh, the creature is mostly destroyed. It is hanging on by just a couple threads, but it's still enough to hold Hollis hostage. Uh, it is Solvig's turn. Um, she looks at all of everyone around and like pulls out a javelin and then thinks better of it because he's not doing very hot. Um, <laughs> But and uh, she's going to hold her action to see if, if she can help out in any way. Um, Sif, it's your turn. Hey, somebody get prepared to uh, 
catch us, okay? Uh, human safety net. And then I go to slash at the at the stupid, uh, you know, what's it called? Uh, Frost Frostvale. Frostnet, yeah. <laughs> Works too. Um, that's going to be like a 23, man. Ooh, that's a hit. That's a hit. All right, is uh, Hollis like restrained or like is he, what is he considered? He is considered restrained. Well, he's grappled. How's that affect uh, backstab? I would say you're not getting sneak attack. All right, I do five damage. All right, so you find yourself uh, nicking one of these uh, tendrils. Still up, though. I'm going to do, I'm going to spend a point of prowess and deep cut him. So when I inflict damage, I spend one point of prowess to give him a deep bleeding cut. At the start of its turn, it has to make a successful constitution saving throw or take 1d6 piercing damage. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, it's on its turn, correct? Yeah. You can see that guy, like maybe blue liquid traveling down Hollis's arm as this thing is uh, on its last leg. Bastion, Mason, your turn. All right. I got something stupid, Zach. Um, That's my favorite. Okay. So I went onto Google and I found this thing that says uh, D&D 5e jump calculator. <laughs> Um, where, where you put in your strength <laughs> I score. I like where this is going. You put in your strength score and how tall you are, and it okay. tells you uh, with a running start, ten feet of movement. Your long jump is sixteen feet horizontally or six mm. feet off the ground, and you can reach up and grab something up to fifteen point six feet off the ground. Using oh this calculator, God. do you think I can get up and touch Hollis? You know, I mean, we have to salute nerddom here, right? I feel like if you're going to spend time <laughs> to calculate your jump height, I, I mean, I'm unless you, you want to do it. your own jump calculation math, Zach, you're welcome to. No, 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 no. To be no, no, fair, no. to be fair, it's less of a jump because Sif is hanging off. So there's probably like three foot of body that's hanging down below Hollis's feet. That that's fair. That's also, true. You could I could also on get on Mason. Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All yeah, right. we we can do this. So just give me an athletics check. Sure. Use your uh, use use Mason like a Yoshi, where you get an extra like a little bit of jump height off of him. Oh, I uh, love that's that. a twenty-five, Zach. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay, so this is what happens. So you see, as it's starting to get, um, Hollis is starting to get away. You race up Mason's back, standing on top of it, and then leap. Fuck, Are you yeah. trying to grab on the Hollis or? I, I, yeah, um, I want I want to put one hand on Hollis and infuse him with a level two cure wounds. Oh, okay. Okay. Which heals him for 13 health. Excellent. Okay. He is looking much better. Awesome. Um, uh, I'll try to grab onto the frost veil. I don't expect this to work, but I'll try to grab on while I'm up there. Okay. Mm, give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. <sighs> Five. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. you jump up there. You get up there. You touch the rim and <laughs> hit Hollis. <laughs> And give him his healing, but then you uh, come right back down onto Mason's back. Oh, okay. I think I was trying to avoid Mason. I don't want to land on the poor guy's back. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's a strong horse. Okay, that's fair. All right, all right. Yeah, he's a big old boy. Um, We have Hollis. It is Hollis's turn, unfortunately. Uh, he's going to try to get out of grapple. If he doesn't, he's in trouble. Ooh, he rolls a 19 plus 3 to nice. 22. Oh, Hollis comes flying out of this uh, frost veil as he rips himself free. I'm right under him. I try and like catch him. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you spend a reaction to catch him? Uh, I spend my interception reaction, which doesn't make sense here, but like, yeah, that's... I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you kind of race underneath him, both arms outstretched as his weight lands in your hands um, and does kind of take you to your knees because he is a heavy guy falling 15 feet. I'm, I'm on Mason. Me and Mason are just like chilling. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but you uh, you catch him and, and save him the... Uh, penalty of uh, fall damage question what happens to syphilis pus bubble you you were you you were uh what's it called hanging on hollis anyway so you, we can assume that you fell with them okay and, uh, he kind of caught you okay um it is ephraim's turn uh it seems the frost veil has kind of drifted off to the top he's going to try to throw a spear at it he rolls a five it goes sailing into the night um <laughs> it, is, spear. <laughs> <laughs> it is the frost veil's turn I would like all of you to uh, make it. Efren was confused. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ephraim, since he is confused, I'm going to have to roll on this chart here. Um, Somebody. No, I got a D10. I rolled a one. The creature uses all its movement in a random direction. All right, great. So let's. <laughs> he runs uh, like kind of catty corner to where Carl is for no apparent reason. Um, but he doesn't seem to make sense of anything because he is confused. Um, now it is the Frostvale's turn. And I need to make a con save, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 14. All right. So you pass it. Okay. And nothing happens? Yeah. So you stop bleeding. Okay. If you failed it, you would have took six dam or d six damage. I would like everyone to make a perception check. Yikes! That's a four. Also a four. Eleven. Mm. Eleven. Okay. You guys don't see that there are more stars that got closer. Oh Jesus from behind Christ! You. I'm gonna roll a d twelve because there is now six people on the field, and let's see who goes up. So seven. It's not gonna be you. Not gonna be you guys. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Slovig as a, another one of these creatures uh, wraps itself around her. Gotcha. That thing ain't holding her, man. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> uh-uh. probably, probably not. Uh, I'm gonna roll bad. the attacks against her first. Uh, roll a twenty-one and a twenty. Jesus. That's why I like starting at like level three. You know, all my creatures have something. You know, for sure. Oh, um, she's going to take 10 points of bludgeoning and then she's going to take eight points of bludgeoning. She has taken 18 so far and she is currently grappled. You watch as this thing kind of uh, shoots tendrils out as a wrap around her and she is struggling, but it is Carl's turn. What's the other dude's name? The one that was held on to by the Hollis. Hollis. Okay. Um, Okay. So what's up with that celestial? Wow, what's it called again? Frostvale. Frost Frostvale. Okay. The Frostvale that it was up top is 15 feet away, and it seems like it's trying to float away from this uh, encounter because it's mostly dead. Just okay. murder it, Jay. You're the only one who can hit it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it, I got it drops any loot. and <laughs> but, but if it comes back, though, while we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, but well, I was thinking the other one's more of a threat now, but whatever. I'll just, I'll just obliterate this one. Um, oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, gonna do l- well. No, I won't do the lay magic again. I'll just uh, roll a hit here. I mean, what's the difference if you do, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ice cold. <Zach. laughs> there, are, there are a few effects that are actually relevant, but like, some oh, of yeah. them are like never double the range of your spell. Um, yeah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen does hit. 
It doesn't. I don't think you can roll low enough to not kill this thing. Um, <laughs> so how do you blow? How do you blow this out of the sky? Uh, so you see six damage. The, oh, six damage. Yeah. Okay. So you see Slovig is starting to float up, but you see the other uh, frost veil in the sky that's slowly drifting along the night, and you mm-hmm. uh, just blow it out of the sky. <laughs> I, uh, I I level my uh, my uh, uh, my quarter staff like a sniper rifle, and uh, yes, I love it. I love it. Uh, Boom, and it goes out. Yeah. Um, it is Slovig's turn. Ooh, I rolled a two. No, slow this big. isn't good. And uh, Frostfire rolled a twenty. So yeah, yikes. Um, it is uh, lifting her off, but she is going to take some acid damage. Oh shit, that was a lot. Oh my god. Um, nineteen points of acid damage. It is Syphilis Possible's turn, and it rises ten feet off the ground. Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! It's not his turn, right? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's her turn, right? Yep. Did I say it was her turn? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. So it doesn't rise 10 feet off the ground. Does it it's, do that damage to her? Yes, it does, because she's grappled on her turn. That's why I keep on messing that up. All right, well, I'm going to run up to that thing. I'm going to pull out my dagger, and I'm slashing at it with my uh, rapier, and then slashing okay. at it with my dagger, baby. Go for it. Do I still get pack tactics, or what? I will say now, yes, because Mason's probably pretty close by, because right. he's a large creature, I think. Yeah. Is he a large, he's a large creature. creature? Um, yeah. so, you know, coming out there, I'm just swiping at stuff and I'm trying not to hit her. So, uh, I miss and then I'm swinging with the dagger. Um, and I got a 18, 18's going to hit 13, uh, piercing damage, 13 piercing. It's a good start. It's a good start. Um, it is bastion. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, deposit Hollis or yeah, Hollis on the ground and then just kind of wheel Mason around and from Mason's back, I'm going to, Wait, how bad does uh, Slovig look? Slovig looks okay. Uh, she took some damage, but she she looks okay. All right, I'm just gonna take my um, my attack actions. Uh, my first is a 24, and my second is a 19. Oh, perfect! Both hit. Awesome. My first is seven bludgeoning damage, and. Okay. My second one, I'm gonna put a smite in into it. Does anybody remember? Oh, my second one's also seven. What? Uh, what? Does anybody remember what smite is? Yeah, it's two d eight radiant 2D8. damage for the Thank first uh, spell slot, like first level spell slot, and then it's one d eight for Perfect. every additional. I think I'm just gonna use the first level. Um, oh, it was almost so much. All right, seven additional damage for my smite. So we got seven. Yeah, six. we got se- se- seven. Uh, oh wait, so twenty one damage total. 21 damage uh, total. Four, Hot four, damn. 14 of it being bludgeoning, though. Okay. 14 bludgeoning, so that's going to be 7 damage across. And then uh, you said... 7 radiant. 7 radiant. Okay. So, yeah. Definitely effective turn as you bear cavalry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this frost veil as you ride by and swing your uh, mace at it. Well, your warhammer. Um, doing doing some decent damage. You hear uh, soul slovic grunt as these hits uh land and she takes a little bit of this damage we have hollis and ephraim um hollis is wounded and is not going to go after this thing um ephraim is, is confused spearless but he uh oh he's, he's confused too Let he, me see he doesn't he have does. a, you know he still has a spear because he didn't throw it that that turn because he was oh confused. that's right that's right i forgot about that yes thank you mm-hmm. he rolls a one he continues to run in a random direction it's not it's just not his best work um it is the frost veils turn and i will need everyone that was attacked him last turn to make a con save except for carl 
Uh, 13, Zach. That's exactly what I got, too. 13? 13 is exactly enough. Yeah. So <laughs> you little bitch, boy. <laughs> Stupid science, Slovak, Slovak God make, rolls an 18, too. God damn it. She don't so, play. Um, no, she doesn't. The uh, spores come out, but you guys are just completely immune to them by now. It seems uh, you're about, your rage is keeping you through it. It is going to float another 10 feet up. It is Carl's turn. Carl, you see as Slovig is slowly uh, drifting up and sparkling blue snowflakes are devouring her. What do you do? Oh, boy. That's intense. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I am. Yeah, I had my uh, staff sort of pointed at the sky and now I slam it against the ground uh, uh, and see if it even hits. Uh, 13. 13 doesn't hit buddy all right well it's doing pretty good so it had to, <laughs> had to happen at some point <laughs> the power went to your head it is slovic's turn she is gonna rage oh natural 20 she busts out of this thing and three point lands in the ground slamming her fist in the ground leaving a big impact in a cloud of uh snow she's gonna take a little bit of damage from fall uh just nine damage which could have been worse. I think syphilis is just like, man, she's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, Zach, because these are like weird floating plant, like mm. I'm, I'm having a hard time like imagining what it looks like to hit. So I feel I feel guilty that I'm not like you know interpreting my roles and saying what, the, no, what I'm fine. doing. It's just like it's it's hard for me to grasp what, like what a hit means for this thing. It's like fighting a spider web. Yeah, exactly. It's even it's even more difficult for me too because like I have to describe that and the fact that you're hitting her, so I have to yeah. pic, you know, picture it all out. It is difficult, but it is a, a literally snow, an arra- arrangement of snowflakes connected by a thread that is like uh, interesting, a light blue kind of electric blue looking thing. Huh. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, it is Sif's turn. Uh, I'm probably pretty tall. So if you want to climb up on me, you can probably get up there. Um. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I mean, if he climbs up Mason, then climbs up on my shoulders, he's probably ten feet in the air. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm doing that. I'm I'm running up. I'm jumping up on Mason's back, running off of uh, Bastion's shoulders, and leaping at this thing. Rapier and dagger, just like oh, coming awesome. down. Like yes, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an acrobatics to do that awesome maneuver. Does a 25 work for you does that work oh okay yeah it does fucking work okay. for me you uh race up mason off of a bastion shoulder and leap into the air dagger and rapier in hand go ahead and roll attack uh 19 that's a hit uh 11 points of piercing damage okay and then with my dagger uh i miss with my dagger Okay, so um, are you trying to grab this thing at all, or are you just going to well, drop back I'm tra- down? I'm trying to like think of a sweet ass pirate jumping in the air and slashing his like daggers into down like a sail to just yeah. kind of you know what I mean? Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, I think you do carve your way through um, most of this uh, frost veil as its tattered form starts to float in the air, uh, but you will come back down to earth. Okay. Uh, you'll take seven points of falling damage. I'm going to... 10 feet? Is, no, he's 25. I thought you said the frost veil was 10 feet in the air. 
No, it, it rose another twenty. I rose another ten. How? On Wait, no, no. Turn. Hold on. On its first turn, it, it can go twenty-five feet on one turn because it started on the ground with slow vague. That was its first turn. Then its second turn after that, it went up ten feet. Am I? Am I doing that wrong? I guess I. Uh, I'm not sure if I didn't track that correctly. Uh, did I say twenty-five? Up uh, in I. Here? I don't remember that. Uh, I'm. I'm not trying to like. Uh, Okay. You know, like no metagame I mean, this. It's just I thought the first turn it like spent its action just like wrapping up mm. Slovig and then didn't move at all. And then its second turn, uh, it started to float away. Oh, maybe I thought it did move up. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's I, okay. I, I just don't remember that. It's all right. Regardless, um you'll only then you only take uh what's it called? Uh three points of damage. Sorry to argue that out, Zach. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. No, really. I mean, keep me honest, because uh it's gonna show up. So <laughs> <laughs> Or I'll be completely um, wrong and look like an asshole. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Bastion. I mean, is it? Uh, it's ten feet up, Zach. Yeah, let's say it's ten. If if I can reach it from Mason's back, I, I'll take a an overhand at like right. sway. Yeah, you're kind of swinging up over your head yeah. instead of uh, even like you were before. Sure, I'll, I'll take disadvantage if you think. No, okay. I think you're fine. Uh, so I'll take two swings. My first one is a twelve. Twelve is a miss. And my second one is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, I think you swing and you kind of swing at it like what seems to be a star, and you know, sure. uh, you recenter yourself and find a snowflake. <laughs> that was very uh, like poetic, Zach. Uh, you recenter <laughs> yourself and find a snowflake. I don't know. Um, all right, so I do ten bludgeoning damage. Fuck it, I'll, I'll pump another smite in there. Why not? Um, we're having trouble hitting this thing, so. That is uh, 12 damage of smite. Perfect. So you swing over your head, connecting with your mace, and you watch as a ripple uh, goes along the, the web, and it lights up blue, then quickly fades as it dies. Ooh, I like that. That was a, that was a cool imagery, just uh, a cool word picture you just drew. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, well, you have been victorious. Oh, it's dead. Nice. Yes, it's gone. Oh, yeah, great. You have defeated this creature. You can see uh, Slovak and Hollis are both pretty pretty wounded. Um, definitely freaked out by what's happened. Uh, she's like over hyperventilating because she's pissed off. She goes and like finds like a rock and like just slams it into the ground. No, no one hold me. Like she's <laughs> hot about it. <laughs> uh, I think I look at Carl and Sif like, uh, who wants to take this one? I mean, I will, but like, yeah, not, not me. Uh, so if you want it, you you want to you want to comfort her. Oh yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> okay. I got no problem with that. I don't know if she needs comforting so much. It's just time to cool off. I mean, maybe needs a little comforting. I think you. I think maybe we should let her to uh, just beating the shit out of that rock. You know. Yeah, you may uh, get like your tail ripped off or something. So all right, I fine, I'll do it. And I walk over. Uh, slow big, you all, you all right? Talk about uh, foolhardy. Uh, okay. Anywho, slow big, you all right? Would you would you need any healing there, honey? You uh, do you need anything? Um, she is like in the process of like basically turning this rock into uh, dust as she turns around and like wipes off her hands, and you can see that she has these uh, like like a spider web all across her body. Oh, like wow. you ever see someone who's stung by a jellyfish? Yeah, like, yeah. Those marks mm. that are just left all over her as this uh, creature has left its mark on her. She's like, please, <laughs> <laughs> kind of settles down a little bit. Uh, that was a please um, for yes for healing. Yes. All right. I will give her. Let's see. How much do I have now that I've leveled up? Uh, there it is. Uh, I will give her ten points of lay on hands. Ten points of lay on hands. 
okay, you watch as some of those trails kind of uh, go away. She's still pretty pretty beat up, mm. but um, she's definitely feeling better for it. Or maybe just ease a little bit. You see as um, the veins that were popping in her forehead kind of recess and <laughs> come <laughs> back down as she uh, slowly comes out of a rage. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, no, no, it's it's uh, no problem, honey. Um, Embarrassing. <laughs> you know, it wasn't your your finest moment, but uh, you know we're, we're we're still happy to have you. If not, uh, it would have been much worse. Let's uh, you know, let's uh, we still have this fire. I'll, I'll get it going again. Let's let's take a breather, then let's get the fuck out of here. Slovig, oh, debt. No, no, you're good, honey. Like uh, we're 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 working together. It's you know, mm. you you save our ass, we save yours. She uh, nods to you and uh, goes and tries to sit by the fire and tend to these uh, wounds. Um, you see as Hollis and Ephraim are trying to, well, Ephraim's trying to tend to Hollis as um, he starts to get his wits about him and he's not high as a kite anymore. Uh, but Hollis is mu- in much better shape than uh, Solvig. And uh, they both are looking at you guys. Thank you for your help. That was very dangerous yeah don't mention it hollis yeah we weren't about to watch you float off and dissolve into the night (laughs) (laughs) yes um we believe that that is boreas's gifts to us boreas is the uh the frost god right something about wanting to uh yes the north wind yeah he wants to cover the earth and ice or something that's uh yes a spooky uh thimble winter i i think do you think that's real guys it is hmm, prophecies Hmm. but hasn't been shown yet Hmm. but yes uh it's common to see these creatures at night they seek warmth should have known is there any way to uh stop them from coming at us when we're not expecting it they are slow so if you notice them it's you can get the way gotcha all right good to know uh you okay you okay hollis i'm, I'm kind of running out of healing juice but i i might have one more if you absolutely need it hollis is like no 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 i i am fine okay thank you no problem brother uh can we t- can we take a short rest sack oh yeah sure okay, cool. if you want to take a short rest or if you want to continue your long uh just to, if if slovig and hollis have uh Hit dice, they want to roll. Yeah, that's fine. They will um, heal up during this time if you want to take a short rest instead of a, a long or whatever. Um, yeah, they. you guys kind of sit around the fire and, you know, uh, you can see Slovig is like comparing her scars to Hollis's scars and like, you know, just bragging about how she was higher. You know what I mean? Uh, she seems to, even though she almost died, the thrill of that is something that drives her. Um <laughs> But yeah, your short rest goes on with any without any problems. I, I I remark while we sit around, uh, the, these frost veils are uh, certainly terrifying. Just like uh, I don't know, it, just whenever you can get plucked out of the, <laughs> you can get sucked into the sky by and dissolved by acid by these. T- I mean, this is terrifying. <laughs> this is a, this is a like everyday life ha- day kind of life hazard that i i wouldn't want to have around yeah i mean this is pretty fucking horrifying i i mean what do you guys do if you're like a mile away and like oh there he goes and just (laughs) (laughs) i guess we lost another one slovig says um um, be on watch she kind of shrugs her shoulders Uh, yeah i i get make sure good no mistakes 
good call, Slovik. You're you're so you're you're just on the ball, you know. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> she says, "I like you." <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, you gotta see a little rat blush, you know. <laughs> Uh, she smiles and like she's probably missing a couple teeth and some tusks are bigger than others like it's she's a a rough one <laughs> for sure yeah, but she's so cool though you know right, fair enough Hollis speaks up and says uh, we usually keep um, many torches around you know swing them around and kind of keeps them at bay I thought that would attract them since they like heat they do like heat but they don't like too much uh, fair as you see as he points to Carl. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, not to bring us back to the, the mission, because I know that was uh, that was all jarring for all of us. How far do you guys think we are from Grotor the Cold? Hollis kind of thinks on it and uh, discusses with Ephraim real quick. And uh, about the half day's travel, uh, not, not too long from here, we have already seen some of the signs that they have been around. Uh, do you um, guys feel up to it today, or do you need a much longer rest to to get it? Because I I I feel fine. I mean, I'm missing some spells, but other than that, I'm good to go. Uh, as you say that, Solvig's like, I am always ready. <laughs> you know, um, and Hollis is like, Yes, we will be ready as well. Okay, if if we feel the move at night, though it is an encampment, so we are going to have to plan this out a bit. Oh, it's an encampment. I just assumed it was one dude for some reason. I'm picturing just a big cave. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where I got that image. Yeah, I was. Yeah, Hollis is like more or less. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, let's just get there. Like, fuck it. We we need we need to keep moving on. Uh, we've spent an hour of our podcast episode on that fight. So uh, <laughs> this is fair. Um. Yeah, you guys are gonna leave right now in the night. I mean. If you want to just give us a free short rest, then I'm fine with yeah. it. Okay, yeah, I'm cool with it. Or a long rest, rather. All right, we take. Yeah, I'll give you a freebie. All right, we take a we take a long rest, and then we head out first thing in the morning. Okay, yeah, because um, the smash cut. We're drinking orange yeah. juice. <laughs> I just listened to an episode today. <laughs> yeah, I, I meet not long ago for me. You guys awake. Um, after taking watch and making sure you're watching the stars, as soon as dawn breaks, you all kind of breathe a sigh of relief from your watches and uh, begin on your trek in the morning. Hollis was pretty much right. The terrain was difficult in some areas, but you guys kind of end up coming towards what seems to be uh, a coastline. And in the distance, you can see a large uh, cavernous opening and a ship that is actually parked there. Hmm. Uh, does the ship like, docked? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Is there a dock? <laughs> a ship well, that is docked there. Is, it, is there a dock? No. It's parked then, Jack. It's kind anchored. of anchored. Is, is, it, is an anchor out of the ship, Zach, holding it in place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, an uh, anchor. You, you, you're just giving this to Jason. Fine. If, I was trying okay, to fight well, him on well, semantics. Let's, let's, say, let's say there wasn't an anchor. It would be moored. Moored, yeah. yeah uh, the moored is better. <laughs> Right. Mord is better than part. Right, then I'll go with Mord. I'll go with Mord real quick. And you can see in the distance there is a ship moored uh, outside, a little bit deeper in the ocean. Oh, wait, it's in the ocean. Yes. Oh, I thought it was on the beach. It's probably anchored then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs>
I should have really brushed up on my ship knowledge. I mean, it's going to keep coming up, Zach. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So definition wait. of more is make fast a boat by attaching a it by cable, cable or rope to the shore or to an anchor. Yeah. So. So more is good. All right, more is fine. More yeah. is okay, good. Okay, we can just cut this out. Yeah, I actually Googled it too and was reading it as you were saying it, Jeff. Perfect. So yes, in the distance you see this large uh, kind of cave opening on a coastal line and there is a ship moored in distance. Uh, does the ship look familiar? It's not like Caspian ship or anything. Uh, you can uh, roll me a perception if you want to kind of sure. look at it a little bit tighter. Uh, it's a, whoops, I rolled the wrong thing. 13. I rolled a 21. 13. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Bastion, you can tell it's a ship. Thanks. And, you know, <laughs> it isn't of giant make because um, it is, it seems like the portholes and stuff are kind of human sized. So, if you can see this ship isn't from the north, mm. um, you can tell that it's kind of, it's not in the same kind of style like you've seen um, around. Oh, that's weird that this uh, ship's here. Uh, do you think we have uh, unexpected uh, visitors? Yeah, I, I have no idea where it's from. Uh, I, I, it is it is strange. I mean, it seems too tiny for for giants, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, it's uh, it's not northern make, you know. No, I, I don't know. I didn't roll that good of a perception check. Well, yeah, you probably got your uh, big dumb bear eyes. You can't see, but uh, if you, you know, and I point out the different uh, aspects of the. Yeah, I can see what Ziff is saying. We we definitely have a, a a visitor here. We should be on the lookout for. I mean, should we go to the ship first and see what I, the fuck? I mean, I don't do? see why not. I I was gonna do that. You guys gonna swim there or what? Yeah, you you want a Percival over? It? I, I was gonna ask if Percival wanted to go take a look see. Yeah, where's the boat relative to us? Like you said, is it is it like across a little waterway from us? Yeah. So uh, I want you to imagine that you are on the basically the edge of the island here, mm-hmm. and um, in the cliffside you can see that there is a large cave, and then out to the distance to the east you can see that there is a ship moored out in the ocean. How far out? How far out? Uh, let's say two hundred feet. Okay. Twice. Twice the distance of Percival. Um, hey, I can swim. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> and then be blinded and deafened in the ocean as you work into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What, well, what can we? Can we? Uh, when? Hmm. Should we ask our traveling companions if they have any a boat with them? <laughs> Check your inventory. You have a portable boat. boat. Is a thing. Oh, it is a very cool magic item. You guys will never see it. Now we don't see any magic items. Um, all right. It looks like. Uh, all right, all right. So, Carl, um, it seems to be further than your bird can go. Uh, I guess we just say fuck it. Maybe we wave as we walk by, but unless they come, unless they come to us, I guess we just we just ignore it for now. I mean that that boat is screaming to me like a big pinata. There's got to be something cool on there. I mean, how are you going to swim? It 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 is the north. And it is currently freezing, not in the water. Hmm. Sif, how well can you swim? Oh, God. Uh, listen, uh, you know, you guys spend a lot of time telling me about my bad decisions for taking things that don't belong to me. And now you want to, uh, in, in, in right in front of the giant's home, you want to go swim across the cold water, ransack a, uh, a whole ship. I didn't ship. say ransack. I'm talking about investigating. 
Well, uh, you can investigate it with your eyes right there. You see the boat. It's right there. Uh, great. Let's move on. Could be Frank. Could be foe. We better be careful. I I, actually, okay. I completely agree with Sophia. Call. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Let's come back to the, the the boat issue later. We. I guess really, it's just alerted us that there could be some other presence here that we should be careful about. Yeah. I mean, it's the freaking north. I mean, we almost got killed by sky jellyfish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Great description of them. Yeah. Um, All right. So where, what is your plan of action? So we're going to go straight towards this. Okay. I mean, what else do Um, we see, Zach? You told us there's a cave and it's a shore. What do you want? We walk up to the cave. That's fair. (laughs) Um, From when you guys start getting a little closer, you can see that there are uh, crates and um, some tents that's kind of perched outside. Uh, Maybe a large like fire that has been left there that's probably burned out. Um, You can also see as you guys come up like on the beach and get a little closer, uh, there are drag marks of what seems to be uh, probably like a rowboat of some sort. Oh, shit. Wait, is the rowboat still there? No. Oh. Where did the drag the marks robot, end? It seems like it's been dragged into the cave. Yipes. Okay. Um, does, it, does it look like uh, it was forcefully dragged there or like willingly dragged there? Like, does it look like someone's meeting um, with There the- are many feet around it, so it seems like it was willingly dragged. Oh, wow. I can't believe you gave him an answer for that. All right, so so that's kind of looking to me like that. This these people are meeting with this giant because like why would they willful drag marks? <laughs> I guess yeah. All right, that is a weird question to ask, but I was just trying to say like if if it was well, I'm saying it, was it wasn't giant, dragged by the giant. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like okay. that's what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah, you yeah, could tell yeah. it wasn't dragged by the giant. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Dick. I mean, there'd be giant footprints if, uh, you know, next to, yeah, I, I see where he's going. Okay. Um, all right. So there's probably somebody already meeting in there with the giants. Maybe I'm, I didn't describe this very well, probably, but this cave is pretty far away. Like you're seeing these drag marks. You're probably like two or 300 feet away from the cave entrance. So these are all like, oh, okay. you know, the ship was more to your east right from where you are and has been drugged straight towards the cave. So you kind of figured that it was there, but there are um, crates and tents out here, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like there's nobody out here right now. Gotcha. Okay. So they clearly were camped here for a little bit though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It looks like, uh, I don't know. We got a couple of uh, interlopers or uh, some uh, flies in the honey or whatever they say, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know either of those uh, words or saying, but uh, all right, fuck it. I mean, this is, we're just, we're just playing with ourselves out here. Let's go to that cave. I think we uh, best be quiet while we do it. Giants kill people, kill trolls, kill all, unless you swear fealty. Uh, well, all right, that's some good information there, Slow Vig. Uh, do you know anything mm. about uh, challenging one to a duel? vis-a-vis mm. Yotun Giant like uh no honor okay this ain't gonna go great not civilized oh that's great because I love fighting dirty Slovig <laughs> yeah, so we're not gonna have a chance to like reason with this fella we gotta go in kind of guns blazing well I think there's gonna be a lot of people in there uh Carl ambush she starts to smile mm. oh. big teeth are showing Hollis is like yes I may perhaps we wait outside and draw them out. Uh, do we know what Grotor looks like? He's probably a giant. Thanks. Mm, no. It's an Etten. 
you know oh, that two it's heads. Yes, yeah, two heads. So two heads. Um, yeah. Big okay. blue. All right. I mean, all of these these folks in the in these tents could just be a pile of bones by now, for all we know. Hey, listen, this uh, the cave entrance is kind of like a choke point. Maybe if we um set the uh, set the blaze, some of these tents, we can get them coming, and then as they run out to the cave, bing bang boom. You know what I mean? You know, to to be honest, if I'm not against it, Carl, make me an intelligence check as you're standing out here and like looking at the uh, camp and the cave and his plan. Uh, it's unnatural 20. Ooh, okay. So you're kind of thinking about this plan and you can see above this cave is like kind of like a snow crest. Like it's kind of hanging off the outside of the cliff uh-huh. and a, a loud noise would definitely make that fall. Ah, hey, hey guys, we got a, this, let's see above us. There's some, some snow like hanging over the edge, the edge of the cave. Uh, we could, we yeah, could, I mean, uh, there's snow everywhere, Carl. Okay. So setting fire to these tents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is we could knock that down and maybe if not uh impede at least like you know slow down I guess there's that's the same thing as impede <laughs> uh I mean yeah that's that's cool who who are we trying to impede the people or or grow toward the cold who whomever well okay. I think that's a good idea we set these tents on fire they come running and as soon as they come out we get Slovic the yodel and then boom <laughs> 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 yeah, we don't we don't really know uh who the 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 extra people are uh and if they would be on our side if we met up with them. So Or how uh, many giants are in there? I mean, are we assuming yeah. there's more than one? I don't uh, know. Yeah, do we know anything? Uh hey, hey. Um, no, you really don't. Do you mm. want me to perhaps like try to sneakily see what is up maybe and risk my life, possibly die? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's these these troll folks seem to know a bit about the the giants. Do, do you guys know if uh if uh the, the giants tend to roost together in packs? Are they more like solo solo creatures? Ephraim kind of speaks up and says, "It is uncommon to see them together unless you go where they live." But uh, Boreas has brought many giants together. It's not it's not unfeasible. I said that wrong, Joe. I know. So you do, do do these people uh, have dealings with others? Is that like a common thing to uh, have them make deals with uh, people? Um, and you hear Slovak kind of chime in. Slavery. Mm. What? Mm. Not deals. No deals. Wait, wait. Who's 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 doing slavery stuff? Giants. The giants enslave whomever. So yes. could these people be like slaves or something? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, so if I look closer at that ship, I don't notice anything interesting like a Vargreg symbol on their sails or anything, right? Mm. <laughs> you look <laughs> a little bit closer and you see that yellow crest Motherfucker. with the wolf's head in it. Fuck. Uh, things got worse, guys. If you look real close, if I mean, if you got Percival out there, you could, couldn't get all the way. But if you look, that's a symbol of fucking Vargreg on, Vargreg on that ship. It's fucking slaving fucking werewolves. I was just going to say, yeah. So um, is that the same clan that Igar comes from? Yes. Well, okay. the same uh, same place. Uh, yeah. It's not a clan. It's, it's a location. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, another thing that I did say is that it is another, not a northern ship of make, but it looks like its sail is flying these Vargreich colors. So yeah. it's probably something they pillaged or something. Yeah, because gotcha. is in the north. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's fucking interesting. So... Oh God! So, uh, well, let, let's take some inventory. 
Um, I don't know if this is a good idea. I mean, we couldn't even hurt the werewolves last time. It was Carl. Yeah. Zach still hasn't given us any fucking magic items. So these guys are probably <laughs> here working with the giant. The giant help. The giant helps them enslave or selling him slaves or something. Yeah, I mean, they or chances are they're not enemies. They're in cahoots together. Absolutely. At least would unite against us. Like obviously, this camp's here, and it's not the uh, beaten to death by a, like a giant or anything, you know. Yeah. All right. So, what's our plan of attack? Um. See if we can fly Percival in there. Maybe they'll be like, oh, it's just an owl. Who gives a shit? And see if there's more than one giant. I don't know. We could maybe steal the ship. Let's follow these rowboat tracks. Steal the goddamn rowboat. Yeah, but see, that's probably that's inside of the cave, though, Jay. Yeah, but if they just brought it into the entrance. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. All right. We could at least look for it. If we can't find it, if we realize, oh, we have to go too far in. They do immediately know something's going to arrive because their rowboat is just gone. Which is why I'm going to set the spell alarm in that spot. And then we'll know when they know. But that which, doesn't stop them from knowing which that will. somebody stole their rowboat. <laughs> but what are they going to do about it? Because they'll have no way to get back to their boat. Zach, it, does there look like there's more than one rowboat, tra- uh, rowboat tracks or is it just one, one rowboat? It looks like it's just one. One willfully dragged rowboat. And, <laughs> uh, and God damn it, Jason. Uh, Do we get a sense, like maybe by how deep the track is, of how big the rowboat was? Seems pretty heavy. Um, judging by how many feet are around it and stuff, it seems like it probably took like more than a dozen people to pick it up. Hey, um, we got a horse. Yeah, we got a we horse. Got it's true. We got the couple strong ass uh, Slovigs, you know, and Hollis. One strong Slovig. Yeah, but I mean, like, you're, like, as strong as, like, two people, so it's, like, like two Slovigs, you know? Um, She laughs uh, and smiles big with her bad teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the plan, right? We tried to steal this boat. We still need to kill Grotor the Cold, though. Mm. Or, or get him to uncurse Ludwig. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. We also need to not fight a bunch of werewolves, so how are we going to get around this? All right, all right, let's, all right, Zach uh, and Jason, Christian, uh, or uh, Sif and Carl, let's get up to the cave as sneakily as possible and then see, uh, you guys okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Get a better look, I get you. Yeah. And also, like, the DM gave us, like, the hint about the, like, cold, frosty shit that falls from the sky, you know? He, like, basically was like, hey, hey, (laughs) let me tell you about this thing. You know, <laughs> how, how, how much does it look like it would drop if we were to break it off, Zach? Um, like it would drop, it would drop. Would, would it block the cave entrance? It would block most of it. It's, it's, it is snow, but it's heavy. You know, yeah. if it, it would hit people, um, it wouldn't stop a giant. Sure. And especially, you know, or an Etten in this case, but it would probably hurt some people. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I say we go up to the cave entrance and sort of wander in, see if we find yeah. a boat and just keep going. Uh, okay. I'll send Percival in after after we get in. You guys begin to walk up the coastline uh, towards this cave. Again, more tents uh, as you go farther. Um, seems like there was camps out here, and there are, you're not hearing any activity in all of these. You can see as the uh, like flaps uh, wave in the wind, you can see that they're not occupied. You get 
a little bit closer towards the cave. Let's say you're about 100 feet away now. You can see that there is a rather large um, rowboat just sitting on the inside. Fuck me, running. I get the horse as close as I can comfortably. Okay. I'm going to fly Percival up to... So we're within 100 feet of, of it now. Yes. Uh, I'm going to fly Percival up so that uh, he can just see within the mouth of the cave. Okay. Uh, Percival, to the skies. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> you uh, let Percival go, and he flies towards this uh, cave opening. And I imagine you like perch on the um, front of this rowboat mm-hmm. and kind of look to your left, and you can hear like the echoing of talking in here, you can hear like a, like a really deep voice coming out of there. (laughs) And, um, obviously, uh, humans as well. It's hard to, well, you can give me a perception check to maybe if you want to try to fine tune on how many give a good guess. Yeah. Let's see. Perception. Do I have advantage on that? Right. Uh, mind. That was a net. Yes. It's based on hearing. Oh, damn. Sorry, I stepped on that. So with your keen owl ears, you (laughs) turn your satellite dish towards the way it needs to be. You can hear one very deep, groggy voice and about a dozen human voices. It's interesting that they're humans. Um, As you listen in, you can hear that they are discussing uh, payment and also discussing the next shipment. Okay. Uh, I relay that to the fellas. Uh, and I said uh, it's interesting that they're humans, not realizing, oh, right, they're werewolves, not just like yeah. organs. Not just wool wolves. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys would know that just because they are from Vargreich doesn't mean they're all werewolves. They're not all werewolves. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. It is a a section of Vargreich that is werewolves. Question to you, Solvig. Why did you think that slaves were being brought here, Solvig? Slovig kind of looks at the ground and... She looks back up at you. Experience. Oh, no. And it's uh, slaves for the giant? She nods. Mm. All right. So from what Percival gathered there, it seems like the people from Vargreich are bringing slaves in for the giant. But what? to what end? What do, what do, what do the giants use the slaves for? Work. Mm. Hard labor. Food. I don't know, boys. Do we do we camp out here and try and catch them unaware? Like this just makes things so fucking complicated. Because if we go in there and we fucking try to start a fight, the slaves will probably have to fight us too. Like right? Like we 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 almost certainly die if we go in. Twelve. Probably worgen werewolves plus a giant. Hey, listen, uh, not, I just don't see any way it goes. Not well. all the Vargreich are werewolves, you know. Yeah, tw- twelve people, <laughs> tw- twelve humanoids plus a giant. Uh, yeah. I just don't see any way we deal with this. We could make use of the snow. We, yeah. we could like lure them out and hopefully subdue some of them that way. But then we still have a giant and whatever people don't get caught up in the snow. That going to confront the giant seems like the plot moving thing to do, but also it seems to assure our death. Maybe we should go to the boat. Well, I think we need to lay the the careful trap. You know what? Is, what is the careful trap, though? How how do we? The uh, careful trap is uh, 
We get them in the choke point. We uh, drop the snow on their heads and then uh, try to kill whoever is not uh, buried in snow, you know? Yeah. Hollis and Ephraim um, look at each other and say, we, we could go and make sure that the snow is dropped. We'll go on top. Push boulders. Yeah. So they're good for four humans, at least. <laughs> okay. Oh, see, well, like, now that's the attitude I like to see, you know? Yeah, so I guess above the table, let's, like, decide. Are we going to, are we going to, so, like, pull the boat out of the cave, no matter what we do. Sure. We get the mason to drag the boat out of the way of the cave. Oh, we you know, set- or we, we catch their attention with mason attached to the boat and then him dragging the boat. And as they come chasing out after, that's when we, we drop the snow on them. Sure, I could send fine. Percival in to get their attention. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, with I, your I, natural 20, it was deep in the cave. Like, that cave is probably pretty deep. So, you figure, if if you do make noise, you know, you have some time to get that boat out. And, you know, it's all on sand. As long as, you know. I was, I was thinking of getting close enough in that I could, like, send Percival to, like, go fly around and, like... Like, oh yeah and like, like kind of map it out a little bit yeah or at least like go in there and say like fuck you fuck you come out here and, <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> screech like an eagle one there. yeah get their attention like oh something's going out yeah oh, do you have God. fireball me yes firebolt no ball no it's ball do you have ball it's a 20 foot radius of a lot of yeah damage. i realized after it yeah um yeah, I don't have any AOEs. Man, that would be perfect right now. <laughs> I do. I do have web that would be very effective here. That would be that would be good. Yeah, you could play the web down in the, in the cave of the the mouth cave, cave of the yeah. mouth, the mouth of the cave, cave of the mouth, mouth of the cave, <laughs> mouth of the cave. Bub. I think what we do is we try to get the boat out of the mouth of the cave. We cast web down, and then we get their attention, and then Hollis and. Uh, Ephraim dropped the snow on their head while they're stuck in the spider web. Yeah. Let's put this plan in action. What? How are we going to get this boat out first? Who's going to do it? You have Mason, you have Rope, you have Sif. We have Mason, Slovig, and Hollis. Hollis and Ephraim are going to go up to the thing to break off the snow. Right. They're going to be ready. They're going to wait for your signal. Well, then we have, we have Bastion, Slovig, Mason, Carl ready to take pot shots when pe- or, or throw the web down. And then I can go in and get their attention. I would even say Mason probably can almost do this by himself. Okay. Like All right. dragging that boat out. I mean, horses drag carriages. He's a huge beast. It's one dude. horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. So we use some rope that we have. Tie Mason up to the boat. Just get that out of the way. Sif, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna tie that boat, I would like somebody to make a roll to stealthily tie the boat. Okay, I'll Does do that. Make it. sense. So you want me to stealth? Yeah. Me as stealth as you're sneaking in there and not Great. tying um, up this it's rope. a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I've been listening back to our episode, Zach, and I, I got I to gotta say something, and it's not just because it's Christian. You don't punish us enough for our bad roles. I, I know, and I think I have to start right now. Yeah. <laughs> Although, at this point, it's kind of like we can still salvage this. Like, you know, like smack the horse on the ass and have him run. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so here's what happens. Sif, you are bringing the rope inside, and you hear a loud come out of this cave and echo out, and Mason rears up on the back of his legs and makes a winning sound. Yes, and it echoes through, and you can hear um, a commotion deeper in the cave. 
What do you do? I just fucking, I just try to tie that knot as fast as I can. Give me a sleight of hand. 25. Oh, okay. And then yeah. I, yeah, then I, I then I smack Mason's big old horse ass. <laughs> you don't even have to. He, oh, he just takes off. <laughs> as soon as he, yeah, he just takes off. So as you're like trying to tie the rope there, it's kind of like in a coil and it's quickly like leaving as he's running away. <laughs> and then finally it grabs hold and that boat takes off right in front of you. Um, what's um, that giant's slipping name? Slipping out of there. Groter. Scrotor. <laughs> Scrotor. Okay. Come out and face you. me, you loser. <laughs> okay. It echoes deep in there, and you hear like a come straight out of there as it starts to billow, and you you can like feel the sound waves coming through this cave. Um, and I guess we're gonna have to roll for initiative right now. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we are. Okay. God, two combats in one uh, episode. This is going to be a long one. Uh, do I, so we could just assume that we set this plan up and that like the like Mason and Hollis went up top, right? Yes. Okay. Not Mason. Not Mason. Okay. Ephraim. Ephraim and Hollis. Sorry. Mason's the horse. For some reason, I thought Ephraim was the horse. Right. I got to roll so many initiatives. Give me just one second. Oh, God. 25 to 20. No. Slovig rolled a 22. Sweet. Uh, 20 to 15. 18. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Uh, 15 to 10. 14. 14 for Sif. And and I had a 12, Zach. Oh, this makes it much easier. All right. So Slovig is... Our Solvig is standing out front, and she is, like, tapping the axe in her hand, uh, awaiting. She's going to hold. Okay. Carl, you are up. Right. Um, so can I see them yet? No, they are deeper in the cave. Okay. I'm going to mage armor myself. <laughs> priorities, priorities. And I have a bonus action. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to do. I don't have anything I can do to prep for battle. I mean, I can put the web. Well, I can't put the web down. Um, I, I can bonus action. Let's see. What do, what, what do I have as a bonus action? Yeah, there's nothing really I can do. That's, that's my turn. Okay. Next up, we have Sif. Um, I want to um, hurl some more insults at Grotar. What's his name? Grotor? Grotor. Grotar. Grotor. Why can't I remember anyone's name? Grotor. I'm going to hurl some more insults at Grotor, run out of the cave, and try to try to hide. Do a bonus action to hide. Okay. Um, what do you say? Grotar, your mother. She's so ugly. Let me tell you. And then I, <laughs> I run out and uh, try to hide uh, somewhere okay, near the okay. mouth of the cave, I guess, with, you know, dagger. Yeah, there are a couple boulders and tents and stuff. Uh, go ahead and give me a hide or a stealth. 25. 25. So, yeah, you run out and hide behind what seems to be a, uh, like, two couple stacks of crates and uh, outside the mouth of the cave. Cool. Bastion. Uh, is Sif still within 30 feet of me? Mm, sure. Right. Why not? Uh, I just... Uh, I give bless to myself, Sif, and Carl. Excellent, excellent. That's a 1d4 on attack rolls and saving throws. Yep. It's a concentration spell, so I expect to lose it, but it might help in the start. We'll see. Okay. You hear a uh, pounding of feet. Like, this big creature is starting to run, and you can see the snow, like, kind of moving around the top of the cliffside, and you can see, uh, like, the crate shake in front of you as this, as uh, Grotor is running forward, and you can hear, uh, like, multiple uh, swords being drawn deep mm-hmm. in the cave. 
it is unfortunately Slovak's turn again because it was they were pretty deep in there. Um, she's again just gonna wait, Carl. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. What can I do that's useful? I think I'm gonna ready uh, web so that when the guys are coming out, uh, it, I, it it just goes off. Okay, perfect. You're waiting for the uh, soldiers. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends what order they or come humans. out in. Like mm-hmm. they don't they don't break the web when they go through it. It just like it slows anyone down who goes through it. But I guess the giant Fair. might be unaffected by it. I'm I'm just gonna cast it at the first sign of like someone coming through the coming Excellent. through the, the mouth of the cave. All right, uh, Bastion. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else I can really do to prepare since I'm already concentrating on Bless. So, yeah, I just psych myself up. Excellent, excellent. I, I think I'm standing at the mouth. Me, me and uh, Slowvig are standing at the mouth of the cave since the other boys got off to the side. Side by side. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you hear that, those feet pounding um, get closer and it starts to breach into the light of day. A monstrous two-headed creature um one has like red a red like a uh, smudge across its face the other one has a blue swipe across the eyes it is holding a club that looks like it is just dripping in like frost mm. and there are like little flakes falling from it and the and a what seems to be a large bone in its left hand and it is wearing what can only be described as skulls as a as a loincloth oh um, with bits of fur in them and not only do you see him but you smell him Ew. he is just absolutely gross smells like bo to the max um he begins to uh crest outside the cave and i guess this is when carl you would have your reaction yeah i cast web uh man come on what's what's something i can say uh 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 go go gadget web and it wolf yeah wolf, wolf indeed. indeed yeah i mean <laughs> okay. i took a swing none of you guys offered me anything cool to say so i just <laughs> listen sometimes you gotta fly on your own bird boy yeah like, all right so you cast web and it splats in front of groter and do i have to make a save now or do i have to wait um each creature that starts its turn in the web that enters them during its turn sorry or that enters them during its turn must make a deck saving throw all right so he is running forward and he is going to have to make a deck save he has a minus one i rolled an eight so he's restrained in there yes oh my uh, god <laughs> is can it hold only uh, medium creatures i hope uh, I, yeah let me let me see what this uh it doesn't say what size creatures are affected by it well it's a 20 foot cube is he bigger than that <laughs> no he is about the same size okay so it kind of just webs him over um but it is taking up most of the mouth of this cave as he's thrashing around in these thick webs okay Cool. All right. So it is the um, soldier's turn. So you see as multiple uh, yellow armored soldiers are running, trying to run past this Etten who is swinging wildly, catches one like <laughs> with its bone club and it kind of falls back. They're trying to push their way out and they start to breach the front of around uh, Groter, but they are just out there. Um, it is Slovak's turn. Um, she is beginning, you can see her starting to get pumped up and waiting for them to come closer. She is going to rage sure. and, uh, begin moving close. Cause she knows that you guys are going to drop snow. So she kind of looks back, back and forth. She's like, no, no. 
Uh, like just trying to get pumped up. But I mean, wait, sh- we shouldn't go any further in because that's where the snow's going to fall, right? Right. She's. Yeah, you kind of feel like it's yeah. a, the the ridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I think I just put you know my hand like on her shoulder, like just a couple more seconds, honey. We okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. She holds, but you can see as yeah. she's starting to, to uh, flex out, it is Carl's turn. Ooh, I'm gonna... Uh, I'll do it uh, second level Ray of Sickness. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that is a con save for me? I think if... Let's see. No, it's just a... Um, I, have to, I have to roll to hit, but the, the poison oh, okay. is for that. So let me see if I hit. Oh, okay, that's right. That is a 22. That is definitely a hit. Okay, so that is 19 poison damage. 19 poison damage. Okay, that is a good chunk. And now you have to make a 15 con save. Yeah, I rolled a 14 plus 5, so yeah, we're good. Sif. What I'm going to do is just sit there and wait. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And already in action, just in case someone comes close enough for me to, to, to swing at him, I'll swing at him, but... okay. And uh, Bastion, I imagine, probably holding. Yeah, same thing. Holding, okay. So as the uh, soldiers begin to fall, come out, you can see as Hollis and Ephraim start hitting the uh, ice shelf that is atop top of it, and it begins to fall down. Um, I'm going to roll a, just a community deck save for them, and let's see how they are going to do. Roll low. <sighs> of course I did. <laughs> I rolled a five. Okay. So not, not great. <laughs> so somebody... Somebody roll me 4d8. I'll, I'll do it. A total of 18 damage. Good God. Okay. So you guys watch as they are chipping away and chipping away at it. And these soldiers are coming out and like starting to square up with you guys. And they look up and they are just completely covered in shadow as it just falls down on top of them, um, pinning some of them. It uh, looks like it. there is four that are out and uh, running around uh grotor is not bothered by this at all as it kind of cracks over his back um he's going to take a little bit of damage but you definitely did a number on the soldiers there nice um but you will have soldiers in your range sif a soldier now i'll swing at his ass i mean he does does he know i'm there because i'm like hidden right right all right i'm gonna attack his ass he kind of stumbles out of the uh the ice as he comes closer past the crates i don't have anyone near me do i no one else now, just you. 14? 14 is a hit. Fuck yeah. All right, I leap out from the crate and I just stab the son of a bitch, you know? Of course. 14 damage. Wow. 14 damage. Okay. So um, as he gets out of this and like holding his head after getting ice on, he comes and turns the corner and you just whoosh, right through the gut and exit and he falls limply on the ground. Um, so Grotor's turn, he's going to try to, uh, get out. Wait, did that Bastion, did you get to go? No. Did, did a soldier get near me? Yes. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just take a swipe. 18. 18 is a hit. Okay. So that is seven damage. Raise up the war hammer and just try and like, I go for like the collarbone area. Um, yeah. I would, if, if possible, I would like to leave him alive. Cause I have some questions afterwards, but Okay. You know. I, I like that. So um he goes to block with his shield and it's just not enough as that hammer comes over the top and crushes his shoulder. Now the sh- his arm hangs uh, <laughs> loosely from his shoulder now, but he is still up. Um Oh, I, I think I just look at him and just say, Stay down. That's that's all that's all I say. 
<laughs> All right. Excellent. Um, it is Grotar the Cold Stern. Um, Scrotar. And I have a strength check to get out of here. Oh, no. No. It's I rolled a freaking 10. Oh, Come no. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he's stuck in just getting really upset, uh, trying to swing out, but he is uh, locked oh. down. We're going to fail your giant. We're going to fail your giant. No, you're not. You're not doing it. (laughs) Uh, Can we get to him, Zach, or is the snow in the way? Uh, Yeah, you could could probably get to him. I I imagine as, like, just like any kind of snowfall, as it falls, you can probably step on top of it. You know what I mean? Um, It is Slovik's turn. She charges at the other two that came out. She's going to swing at them. I roll, say, 14 for the first one and a 10 for the last one. Ooh, hefty bit of damage. 16 points of damage with her battle axe as it kind of slashes and kind of yeah. cuts from one one shoulder to the uh, to the midsection. Oh, and he falls <laughs> limply to the ground and she roars <laughs> in, in pleasure for that one. Uh, it is Carlston. All right. Uh, have any of the... Who did Sif attack? The guy's dead. Sif attacked a dead guy. Okay. <laughs> He's dead now. Uh, are there any of them that are missing any hit points? Yes, there's one in front of Bastion. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to toll the dead on him. Oh, okay. Oh wait, they're all missing health Jay because they took damage from that. Yes. Uh, yes. Snow crash. Right. Yeah. Yes, they are. All right. Toll the dead on the one in front of Bastion. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how does a 14 save you? Uh, it's 15 wisdom saving throw. <sighs> 14. Uh, good thing you upped that intelligence. Am I right? So that's, uh, 18, 18 points of damage. Uh, yep. 2d 12, man. <laughs> So I I always wonder what does Total Dead look like to you? We talked about this in Caspian Ship. Yeah, yeah. It just the the bell appears over the guy's head, and I think only I and him can see it, and we both hear it. Uh, just a big, and it sort of like resonates, stiffens your spine with like a a, a big chill of like, oh, you're gonna die, kind of thing. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, you see a bastion as you're standing there in front of this guy, and he rears up to attack you. He go- stiff and just falls over you know that's carl's work and i i just shake my head i told him to stay down (laughs) (laughs) fair enough all right uh sif um is there any up any soldiers up right now there are two that are down in the snow that have still have not been able to get out um and there is slovig that is uh not slovig i'm sorry grotor that is stuck in the webs all right so so the two soldiers that are stuck in the the ice they're not necessarily near scrotar right no they're not necessarily near him all right so i'm gonna go over there and try to coup de gras both of them oh shit (laughs) oh shit (laughs) because i mean (laughs) yeah 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 i mean you'll be able to sneak attack one but yeah you could roll a crit all right so i'll get i'll get one um that's uh, uh 16 16 okay Zach, I did 18 points of piercing damage. 18 points of piercing damage? Yeah, so what I imagine this is like very much like a situation where um, you would have a cocktail and there would be an olive with a sword through it. Um, <laughs> the olive being <laughs> the man's head. Yeah, just sink it down on this yeah. guy's back and he uh, stops moving around. <laughs> he is dead. And then I say to the other guy, don't worry, baby, you can join him too. And then I swing at him with my uh, my knife. Um does 13 hit? 13 does not hit. Are you rolling with advantage because he is prone? Oh, uh, no. Um, 15? 15 does hit. 
And I'm going to use a point of prowess. All right, so I'm doing a point of prowess to do rapid strike, which is lets me add my um, dexterity modifier to my offhand weapon. Dexterity modifier to your offhand. Okay. Yeah, so I do five damage to the other guy. All right, he is still moving. I imagine you kind of stab in the shoulder. It doesn't actually land the killing yeah, blow. Yeah, and then I then I then I move away as far as I can towards like Slovig and Bastion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you kind of back off yeah. as a to get a better position. Bastion, you see that there are a couple more that are you can see moving objects deeper in the snow, like they're still trying to fight sure. and get out. Um, yeah, I ignore them and I go right to where, towards Scrotor. All right, uh, grow tour. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, and I, I take my attacks if I can get to him and and still have uh, if I, if I don't need to use my dash to get to grow tour, uh, I'm going to uh, take two attacks on him. All right, go for okay. it. Okay, uh, there we go. And they have advantage since he's restrained. Yes, they do. So the first one was a twenty-three. Was the better one? Oh man, twenty-three will hit. And the next one was an eighteen. Was the higher one. Okay, eighteen will hit as well. Okay. God damn it, guys. He's not gonna. He's not gonna <laughs> die from two hits, Zach. No, I know. Uh, it, it'll do a total. Uh, you know what? I'm fuck it. I'm just gonna pump one smite into that level one smite. Um, so seven bludgeoning damage for the first one, and then eight bludgeoning damage plus three radiant damage for the second uh, attack. That's with the smite, and then with my uh, bonus God. action, I look him in one eye or one head and then the other head and i say i don't know which one i'm putting my valve md on but it but fuck you guys and <laughs> uh just for when they're out of the thing i still want to have my my valve md or my, okay. my advantage so i would like you uh-huh. to make a mm, dexterity saving throw please sure. uh 11 11 it's not gonna be enough as he somehow reaches one of those hands out towards you and you feel a chilling cold on you as he casts hellish rebuke unless carl does something about this <laughs> uh yeah i mean i could i mean it, it is 2d10 so yeah yeah that might be worth counterspelling um so that works uh is it third level or lower zach it is third level. Okay, yeah. So it just it just cancels it. That would have been fourteen. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been uh, a lot. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I <laughs> glad I stopped that. Okay, so yeah, uh, third level. You don't have to roll for it, correct? Right. Yeah. It's if it's above that, I have to. Thank you, Jason. Mm-hmm. You see, Great Tour as he uh, begins like chanting something and reach out with this uh, frosty maw towards Bastion and. Uh, Carl quickly puts it out. Yeah, I put my shield up like above my head, like preparing for the worst. And when nothing comes, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, he has to make a save to get out of it. Oh, it's not my turn. It's, oh, it, it will be my turn, actually. Um, do you have anything else, Bastion? No, I use my action and bonus uh, action. Okay. So it is Grotor to Cold's turn. Eventually, he figures this out and rips this web away as he is uh, ready to go again next com- next round. Okay, cool. It is the soldier's turn. Uh, three more soldiers make it out of the snow as they have pulled themselves away. Um, one of them rushes towards Bastion, and two of them go towards Slovik. Or Slovik. And it is... Oh, they're going to make attacks. Wait, I mean, making out of the snow wasn't an action, Zach? Oh, I guess you're right, Joe. I apologize. Yes, no, it's okay. I'm just asking. No, you're right. 
uh, getting out of the snow is definitely an action. But they're up there like, you know, threatening like, yeah, next round, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just you wait. Solvig um, attacks one. Ooh, rolls a natural one. Missteps. Second attack rolls a seven for 12. That's not going to do it. It is Carl's turn. All righty. Uh, I think I'm going to toll the dead again. On who? On uh, what's the uh, scrotor? Scrotor. Grotor. I I really did forget the name, and I was I was just trying to refer to him by some name that you and Rick. I could have said the giant. Yeah, Grotor. I I levy a toll the dead uh, at Grotor, and I'm gonna. The animation's different this time. I just hold up an invisible bell and go ding. And uh, okay, uh, so I'm gonna uh, ley line that one though. So Ooh, let me okay. let me know if that lands because I got to know that first. That is a wisdom. Uh, yes, can't be good there, troll. Yeah, that's why I used no. it. No, I rolled a four. Okay, cool. nice. All right, uh, so it's a d twenty. Oh, unbelievable. The, uh, that's four plus uh, four is eight. So all right, so it f- that failed, but I didn't fail by enough to get backlash. So I just rolled the damage, which is two d twelve. Uh, 16. Woof. Woof. This is necrotic, correct? Yes. So he <laughs> reels as this rings through both of his heads, I imagine. And <laughs> Keep forgetting both of his heads. like weapons are placed on either side of like one head's ear. And it's no making yelling. Um, but you definitely, that, that definitely hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sif. Um, and it- help Slovig out, I think, and uh uh attack one of the guys that's on her. Okay. Um twenty six, is that good? Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was just trying to pull Zach. Tw- does does yeah. does the twenty six hit? Zach hates me tonight. He's like he's a little jerk. Um um mm. twenty twenty three damage. I'm rolling like trash. Twenty three damage. All right. Uh, how does this one go down, man? I, I run up to Slovig to help her out, and I just I just like just gut through the other guy and pull my rapier out, and then whirl around, and then I'm gonna slash at the other guy that was on Slovig with my dagger. Excellent. Um, a nineteen. Nineteen's gonna hit. I'm gonna spend a point of prowess to do um, rapid strike, so I can add my modifier to this. So five points of damage on the dagger attack. Ooh, okay, okay. It lands uh, probably like mid-thigh, and he screams in pain, uh, but he is still standing. Oh, don't be a baby. Bastion. Uh, I, I regret that I didn't uh, explain how I hit uh, Skrotor last time uh, when I took my attacks. Skrotor. Yeah, you're going to hit him and, in the ball bag, right? <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I mean, yes and no. Uh, I am going for the ball bag, but first I'm breaking away the skull loincloth he had there, and I'm just going for those skulls, just trying to crack those scrolls, <laughs> the skull loincloth. And uh, how's that looking, Zach? How's the loincloth holding up? I mean, it's not holding up very well. You have broken many skulls. All right, let's finish it off. Uh, I'm going to take two more attacks at the skull ball bag thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. All right. So they all have advantage, which is good because I just rolled a natural one because I vow of enmity him. Oof two bad rolls in a row uh so that my first attack was a 10 uh that's a miss okay so my first attack was a 10 i went for that ball bag but i just like i i'm kind of like you know really getting into it i'm getting into a rhythm like his junk is moving back and forth and it's like a speed bag but i just i get out of rhythm for a second and i miss but on my backswing (laughs) i pull off the loincloth 
and then really get that ball bag because I rolled a natural 20. And I'm pumping <laughs> a level two smite in it. Oh my God, you're going to oh you're gonna God, bust his no. flesh pinatas. Yes, I am. Oh I'm going to ray of sickness his balls next turn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know what the hell do. We'll find out together. So that's uh, for, for the bludgeoning damage, it is uh, th- or 16 damage. And then th- uh, six, 68, I think it is, right? Oh my God. Cause yeah, because you put number two, yeah, and then you double the dice, yes. Oh, my God. Six what? D8. 68, oh, my God. 24 damage. Not as much as it could have been, but. Wow, that was well, that was poor rolling, I guess, huh? I mean, well, it's a four, a seven, a two, a five, a one, and a five. So it's kind of actually okay. kind of the middle of the road. Not bad. Middle of the road. Not bad. Okay. So, yeah, you knock this ball <laughs> back, and you send a holy ripple up through his tank as he <laughs> is screaming in pain as he, oh, as he is totally bellied over. Oh, I, I have a bonus <laughs> action. Oh, my God. Are you going to bite his balls? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to bite the balls, but I'm going to bite the inner thigh and just try and take a bite out of there. Kinky. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Go for it. Because, yeah, we had a long rest since I used that. So I have two of these. Yeah. All right. So that's my unarmed strike. So that's a 17, Zach. 17 will hit. Okay. Nice. And it's a D6 plus something, plus three. So that's. Yeah. D6 plus your strength, I believe. Okay. So just four damage. Four damage. Okay, so you bite his inner thigh as <laughs> after you bash his balls into oblivion. Um, you guys can feel that you are turning the tide of battle as Grotor stands after being <laughs> terribly beaten in his genitals. Nice. I, I guess we can't call you Scrotor anymore, huh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> No one makes fun of Grotor as he lifts this hammer and goes to swing at you. 15. No, sir. 19. Oh, my God. God. I have a plus seven. Oh, God damn. 19. Yes, that hit, that just hits. Because okay. I lowered my AC in the last episode, it hits because I have interception now. That is going to be a total of 17 points of damage. Sure. And you're going to take uh, five points of cold damage as well. Okay. And he like roars and you hear this sound whistling loud sound of whistling coming from the east and as you guys kind of look you can see two ballistas have shot towards the beach oh shit and we <laughs> are gonna call it there <laughs> oh, boys <laughs> did they come from the ship you said from the ship Yikes. okay well Fuck you, as usual, Zach. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com and Michael from Game Chops for allowing us to use their music in this episode. Music is licensed under Creative Commons. Also, check us out on Instagram at Adventure Public Radio. Tweet at us at APR Pod. I want to hear from y'all. One more thing. Tell your friends, tell your nerds, tell your geeks how awesome this adventure is following these furry and feathery heroes as they travel the lands of Midgard. We're getting bigger with every episode, and it's thanks to you guys and girls. Thank you for listening. Now here's a clip that didn't make the take. Yo, Zach, um, I heard like top 10 ways to become a better DM, and one of them is um, um, give your um, players magical items. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. I was totally thinking about giving magic items, and he just sucked it right out of me, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna give the shit. ending. Oh, oh, uh, you know, it's been 14 episodes. I think it's finally time to get. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh huh. Oh man! You commit a felony to get the one magic item that actually does anything. Maybe. (laughs) All right, you salty bastards. Are we good? Can we get started? Now we're good. You good, Jay?